everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Green Room Podcast on the Handshake Media Network. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. I know I've been away the last couple of weeks, but I had a little, some time off. Um, only about two weeks. It wasn't even that big of a deal. I'm sure no one even noticed. Who gives a fuck? Um, let's kick off this episode. I am joined today by Ollie Sykes, frontman of Bring Me the Horizon. The UK band is back with a brand new song. It's called Parasite Eve. The single and incredible music video is out right now. Um, if you haven't seen it, jump on YouTube and check it out. Um, this was actually filmed during lockdown a couple of months ago. Um, and it's, I mean, take COVID out of it. This is an impressive film clip. So to do it in the way they've done it in lockdown is a whole other thing. Um, old fans of Bring Me the Horizon may like this song. New fans, I think, definitely will. Uh, for those who are Bringing Horizon fanatics, you will, of course, remember the Ammo from last year, the big divisive album, the new sound from Bringing Horizon. Parasite Eve, as far as I'm concerned, goes straight from Ammo into this. Um, it would fit perfectly on that album, in my opinion. I tell Ollie that as well in this chat, and he kind of agrees. Um, but yeah, on this episode, Ollie joined me on Zoom, which is just the new normal. Uh, to talk about new song, new music that the guys are working on. Um, we talk a little bit about Ammo, the feedback from it, their reaction to it, their reaction to fans' reactions to it, um, as well as what they've got in store. People who've been following Ollie Sykes may know he's not big on uh, doing another album at this point in time, but he does have a very different plan. Put it this way, Bring Me Horizon are going to be releasing a shitload of music within the next 12 months. Now, I promise you, we gave a big, nice intro to Ollie before um, we, we got him on the line. Um, but due to technical issues, because we're recording this over Zoom, welcome to 2020, there were some audio problems. So this interview kicks off literally 15 seconds after we started. You miss nothing other than us saying hi to each other. So without further ado, here is Ollie Sykes joining me on The Green Room. Start me off with, with 2020. Uh, what was Bringing the Horizon schedule looking like before the world kind of went to shit? Um, well, the plan was to write music anyway. Um, we were, we'd, in January, we'd gone over to Amsterdam just to, to rent a place and just wrote some music and we'd come home and we started writing in Sheffield. Um, so the plan was always to write some music and do a new record or whatever. Um, but I mean, we had the hopes of playing a lot of shows this year. Like, you know, we were, Meant to be going to Japan and um, doing festivals around Europe, and I think coming to play Australia at the end of the year and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing that's been like, um, you know, changed. Yeah, man, it's um, it's great. Obviously, you're coming on to to promote the the new song Parasite Eve. Um, I was lucky enough to check this out in advance. Holy shit, this film clip, man. I mean, not take away the fact that it's obviously been had to be filmed and done in a lockdown scenario. This is a pretty fucking intense. Like, it's like I mean, I know this. The Parasite video game had a huge influence. This looks like a legitimate video game sequence. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was born out the idea of you know, obviously we had limited resources, right? We knew we couldn't have a film crew. We, you know, we couldn't have all these things that you know usually have to make a video and I've directed the last few videos like personally so I've, at least I was a, had a like had some kind of experience but you know 
we couldn't have the lights, we couldn't have, you know, producers, we couldn't have anything that kind of helps make a video possible. So we just kind of had to be a bit creative and, you know, use what we've got. And um, luckily I've got some cool creative friends, like the girl, Lena, from a, she has a company called Fabulous Beasts and she made all the masks. Um, I've got friends who have got, at least got good cameras and shit like that. So, and I, I have a clothing company and, we have a big, big building um, that houses all the stock and everything else. So we had plenty of space. Um, so we just, I just kind of came up with a simple concept and, you know, it was inspired by a bunch of old art house films with the lighting and stuff like that. And just basically we, there wasn't much plan. It was just like, let's just get in there and just experiment and play around with stuff. And, you know, we played around with a lot of different lens techniques and broken glass and, um, prisms and shit like that and just try to you know make it look as cool as we could possibly make it look with with what we had was it shot in a day um it was shot over the course of three days but just okay. because we just because of lockdown we every every band member had to come in separately yeah. you know because like especially because like some of the guys have got kids and stuff like that so we were being super cautious so we filmed we filmed mine up the first day then um, Lee came in the next day and Matt came in halfway through that day and Jordan came in the next day and then we actually um, our bassist Matt um, actually lives in LA so we had to we had to get find someone with the same camera and the lights and then we went to a studio and I had to direct that remotely over Zoom as well which was kind of crazy um, so yeah I mean it's fun to put in your resume like directed a video over fucking Zoom yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, all the things Zoom must have been used for over these last few months. It's crazy. With the release of Parasite, when I listened to that track, I know with a couple of months ago, you guys released Ludens and you said you don't think it would fit or it doesn't sound like anything on Ammo. I think Parasite Eve would fit perfectly on Ammo. Do you agree? Um, yeah, I think so. I think just in, in, in the sake, the, the thing about Ammo is, you know, it had such a broad spectrum of songs that kind of anything could have fit on there um and i think really like parasite eve just like ludens it's kind of it's an accumulation of kind of everything we've done over the last you know 15 years of our career really it's it's, it, it's um whereas like ammo and kind of was just going going forward and just trying to like figure out new ways to do stuff i think maybe these newer songs have leaned a little a little bit more on stuff we used to do just because you know it felt like it felt like the right time to to bring that back and you know sometimes we wanted to challenge ourselves with ammo and, and do everything the hard way basically which is like which is cool because it's like you, you're setting yourself a challenge to be like right this has got to be heavy in a different way or this has got to be you know this has got to, it's, it's got to fit like what we're trying to say and you know what the emotions are and with these new songs, the emotions are aggression. It is, it is, it is. The songs are about the paranoia and the fear, and you know the frustration that we're all going through, and that hive mind sense of like, you know, we can all feel that together. We're sharing that feeling right now of like, what the fuck is going on? That's so tangible in the air that you can you can sense that everyone, your next door neighbours, everyone, the thing is, they're all got this same sense of fear and distrust, and you know, like, what is next? And I think that's you know. So that's the type that it, it feels like it, it feels like it fits. Do you know what I mean? Whereas maybe on ammo, some of that aggression would have just not felt like it fit. 
Well, I know you've said previously that you, you don't want to be a political songwriter. Is it tough in 2020? Like, look on a global scale, just year alone, we've had COVID, obviously the Black Lives Matter protests that have come out of America and now onto a global scale. Is it tough as a songwriter to not talk about any of this shit going on worldwide? 100%, but I guess it's just when, when politics becomes a matter of people, you know, a, a matter of life and death, then it's, it, it's, you know, people call it politics, but to me, it's not politics. It's like you, you're talking for, you're talking and, you know, speaking out, of, you know, against people that are actually, you know, responsible for taking people's lives or creatures' lives or for the pollution of the planet or stuff like that. And, you know, when it becomes a matter of that, it's, even though it is political and definitely even like the lyrics and stuff touch on political, you know, things it's 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 not just about it's not just about fucking how much tax you've got to pay or you know the state of your country or or you know thing things that just affect you personally it's about things that affect you know everyone us as a, us as a planet and stuff and i think that's you know if that's political then it's so be it but it's you know it's not really about right or left it's about life or death to me with the music that you've been writing right now, is that is it all kind of centering around what is going on on that global level? Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, it's weird because like Ludens, Ludens was written before all this happened, and now even like if you go on our YouTube comments and stuff, I just saw yesterday people was going they predicted the future because we had this lyric where it's like, how do we form a connection when we can't even shake hands and all this stuff? And <laughs> I think the record in general is you know and, and now we're living in it we're writing as we're living in a lockdown we're even recording the songs in lockdown you know parasite eve was recorded and you know mixed and everything completely over the internet there was no physical no not, none of us met up which is just insane do you know what i mean to say we used to go to studios and it's like so everything about this new music is like is like a living and breathing example of what we're going through right now and i think really like that's that's all that kind of is to think about, do you know what I mean? Because before this lockdown happened and stuff, we were writing Parasite Eve. It was half, not halfway, but it was in a state of um, completion. It was actually inspired by something completely different to COVID or anything like that. Mm. It was inspired by like some Japanese superbug that's killing a lot of people as well that I read about last year that's becoming heat resistant and all this shit. And that's what inspired it because it made me think, is this going to be the new normal? Do you know what I mean? Because when it comes to climate change and all that stuff, you just think about, you know, the heat and you think about the you know, ice caps and whatever else. You don't think about all these little side issues that are going to come up because of what's happening. And, you know, like types of, you know, viruses and bacteria and stuff that are going to survive because they're living in these new um, atmospheres and all this stuff. It's just, you don't even think about all that shit and that, you know, that's what really freaks me out, you know, when it's when when in England we're having like thirty five degrees and stuff, I'm not like, Yeah, let's get your top off. I'm like, <laughs> This shouldn't be this hot. It should you know what I mean? So Is it actually thirty five degrees over there? No, but yeah, it, last year we had a, a, the hottest day of the year was something like thirty five, thirty seven degrees. It's just like fucking crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's been good weather actually, but nothing like that. Yeah, see, um, I thought, like, we can have 35 degrees in Australia, but I thought, yeah, like, yeah, 25 in England, that's that's well hot. Yeah, oh, people have the tops off when it's, like, 20 degrees. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, like, 
it's but aside from that song, the stuff we were writing about and the vibe of the art, the music we're making, everything was completely different. But then since going into lockdown, it's like all you can really think about is lockdown and mm. the world and what's next and is this the new normal and what's going to happen and human rights and how you know we've been lied you know how everyone's now that they've got enough time and the reading and the thing that everyone's realizing wait a minute like i like i was so caught up in my own life that i didn't realize that fucking shit is so messed up like the people that are looking out for us are they actually looking out for us in our best interest you know we're all sharing that emotion and that's all there is to think about and talk about and that so i guess this record's going to be very much about that jumping back to ammo then i mean I don't know what your thoughts are on it then or even now. A lot of fans consider Ammo as the game-changing album or the, the the big album that kind of like puts you guys on a global map as well as com- a complete new direction or a different direction in the sound. Do you think that album in hindsight has given you guys a bit of breathing room to now come to the table and bring a song like Parasite Eve but then say, great, for the next song, do we want to go pop? Do we want to go metal? Do we want to go dance? Yeah, I mean... I would hope anyway, I know, I know like Ammo and even our direction in general, you know, it's been very decisive where some people have loved it and we've got new fans, some of our older fans or whatever, they don't like it as much and stuff like that. And, um, but at the same time, I think, I feel like if you're a Bring Me fan now, you've expected, you're expecting us to, well, you're not expecting anything really of us because we could do anything, you know what I mean? So I don't really think it'll come as a surprise to anyone that, you know, we might do a super heavy song or a heavy record, but then the next record will just be, you know, could be the complete opposite, you know? Um, I think people have come to know that of us now, hopefully anyway, because, you know, that's what we do. Um, and there's no, you know, there's no kind of reason for that. It's just whatever feels right at the time and whatever, you know, whatever song, or whatever we've got to say, it's very important. The music matches that tone. That's something that's so important to me. You know, if I'm singing about a failed relationship that I'm not particularly angry about, I can't write a song. I can only write a reflective song. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It might feel melodramatic or it might feel, you know, wishy-washy or whatever. But if I'm not angry about it, I'm not going to scream about it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's just whatever, it, whatever, I've got to say and whatever the, we feel like, you know, addressing or talking about that's, you know, so like, whereas this first record that we're writing, it is, you know, it's almost like a protest album. It's, it's, it's a rally album. It's the al- it, songs are songs of almost like anthems of rebellion and amp- like almost the songs that are to, um, do you know, like when on Lord of the Rings where they like sing like a song before they go to battle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the idea. It's like those kind of songs. It's, it's songs to get people's blood pumping and, to get people to become part of this movement that we need, you know. Um, whereas the second record, you know, maybe more about, right, how do we get people to care about the planet or how do we get people to care about other people or how do we get people to see inequality and stuff? And it starts with, you know, compassion for yourself. You've got to love yourself before you can love anyone else. So maybe that record is going to sound a lot more, I don't know, spiritual or, you know light you know emotional or you know it'll have a it whatever whatever i'm whatever the theme of the record is the music will suit it do you know what i mean so you're never going to get the same record from us twice um it's just not going to happen 
did the scrutiny, I suppose, surrounding Ammo about the sound, the direction, what's coming next, did that surprise and or bother you and the band at all? Um, it's, you know, it's, what, it, it's really hard because, you know, you, no matter how much you can say you don't give a shit, people's opinions upset you, and especially when it's the fans and stuff. But at the same time, you know, every, we achieved everything we set out to achieve with Ammo, you know, that record was to experiment, to expand, to do something broader, to do something that didn't sound like anything we've ever done before, to not rest on our laurels and not just to lean on, you know, I, we, can write, we can write a song so easily that would, you know, would satisfy our fans. We, it's our bread and butter. It's, it's, what, it's what we do. It's easier, do you know what I mean? And we really didn't want to do that. We wanted to challenge ourselves and, and the listener. And, you know, we got to work with people that we've always dreamt of working of. We've got, you know, nominated for Grammys and Brit Awards and all this stuff that were just for, for a, a, you know, a scene band that's been going for 15 years to suddenly get nominated for a Grammy or a Brit Award or stuff like that. It were, you know, it doesn't mean anything, but it, it's just, um, it's just a token of like, fuck, we've, you know, we've really come on a long way since we were playing yeah. like tiny little pubs and just being a metalcore band that never no 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 we no one would ever outside the scene would have even know who we are you know what i mean so to to get to that level where you're respected on that thing it was it, it was really cool and you know the fact that we managed to do something so different and not completely ruin our career i think you know that is a victory in in of itself so you know i'm really proud of that record for everything it's achieved us but it's achieved as a completely different thing really to like if when you go to that's the spirit, that's the spirit, you know, got us on, you know, mainstream rock radios and it got us to play massive shows all over the world. Whereas like Ammo did something completely different for us and, you know, which was equally as important. I'm, I'm speaking as a bring me fan. <clears throat> so I'm a little bit biased, but I mean, I, I mean, I obviously I was a big fan of the back catalog. Ammo, I think, put you guys on a different level where now it's like we can do yeah we can do the old stuff that we're known for but we can now change it up and do this and i thought i think you walk a very fine but distinct line of what you're best known for and what the band can do and parasite eve is another example of that like starts off a bit dancey and then the chorus kicks in and that's like vintage bring me sounds yeah, yeah. Well, that's the cool thing cool thing about we've been going that long and like some of the stuff it feels almost like throwback to do some of the stuff now. It doesn't feel like we're trying to like retread our steps, but it feels like we can, you know, because that's one thing that you do forget as when you're an artist and you're always pushing yourself to go forward and forward and try and progress and evolve and all this stuff. But like, you know, Sem Paternal was the, our first attempt of, of doing something like that with aggressive singing and melody and stuff, but, you know, still quite aggressive. So you never got to hear you never got to hear us doing that style at its best because it's we're on to the next thing already we're on to that's the spirit where it's slightly more popular it's slightly got so it's like you never got to hear what but what if they stayed doing that kind of music but got better at it do you know what i mean mm. and you never appreciate that as an artist because you're just like i just want to move forward i just want to do the next thing i don't give a fuck about that so mm. so now it's it's, it's kind of cool and fun to take a bit of that influence from like when you listen back to them records and go, yeah, that was cool. But imagine if we did it with more confidence and, you know, now that my vocal 
you know, I, my, I'm more comfortable in my, you know, vocal ability and stuff like that. Like, what happens if we do that kind of thing now with more confidence and more? So it's like it's fun to start almost like mixing the mixing the styles of what we've done for the last four records. And it, it makes it even more bonkers now. Whereas, you know, that's the spirit. It's not more. It's it's more typical metalcore now. Even though we're using things that we use from there it doesn't sound typical at all because we're also using stuff that the electronics and the progressiveness of ammo and mixing it it just makes it sound even more bonkers to me which exact which is what excites me the most i just like music when you can't put it into a you can't pigeonhole it or it just doesn't fit anywhere it's just like what is this so parasite eve is now out there when or what can we expect from the new music? How how much is in the can? Are there songs? Is it EP? Is it an album? What have we got? Yeah, so we're going to release over the next year. We're going to release four four different records. Um, they're going to all fall under like a blanket name of Post Human, and all have their own individual titles, whether that's numbers or something. I'm not quite sure yet. Um, it's still a little in the making, but each record is going to have a distinct tone. Um, sonically and lyrically, a, a very distinct tone. Like you'll know which song goes on which record. They'll all have a common thread, but they will all vary, in, you know, like vary greatly in you know, sonic and, and and. But the thematically, it'll it'll progress as almost like a story. Um, and what I really like to do, I don't know if this is going to happen because you know, it just it's it's easier said than done. But like. I would really like to, um, rather than chronologically releasing each EP and, and then, and, you know, obviously each song as well, I would like, you know, maybe you hear a song off the second or third or fourth record, like before, before you even hear the whole first EP, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so like the songs would come out randomly. Obviously, like the EPs would be completed chronologically. So you'll hear the first EP will be coming out maybe this September. And the second one may be coming out in January, but you might hear songs from the third record before the second record's even out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, just because we're writing so much music and it's all different, it's all, it's all different and working with, collaborating with different people and stuff. And it's, we just wanted to try and do something that doesn't feel as, you know, just the traditional way of releasing music. And, you know, when we, maybe we write an electronic album, a song, and it's just super electronic and it doesn't fit on the first record. It's like, well, you have to wait three, you know, six months until we can release that. It's like, nah, let's just put it out. And I think it's lockdowns give us the confidence to be like, look, no one's even really would be expecting music from us right now because for a lot of artists, they can't even get into a studio and they can't do stuff on their own. Yeah. So for us, it's like, well, you know, let's just get creative and let's do something that maybe the label wouldn't have the confidence to let us do if it was, you know, a regular time and stuff like that. So. Just trying is, to think outside the box a bit. Is an album still off the tail for you? And again, I know you're not a big fan or you've said before that maybe um, Ammo was the last album, Bring Me The Horizon Will Do. Is that because of what's going on right now or are you kind of just over the album format? I think, I'm, I think what I meant more than anything is just that whole thing of like, right, we've got to write a, a whole album and it might take a year and it's got to have, you know, 15 to 16 tracks and they've got to all be you know it's that kind of like that pressure of trying to deliver this whole album and then it gets consumed in a day and 
you play like five songs off it anyway and a couple of the songs were not not filler but you know maybe maybe if you didn't have to write those songs the other songs would have been even better because it'd been getting you full attention and, and blah 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 so it's, it's more like that because i think when you know this first record i would like to have you know about eight tracks on it so for most people that's like that's an album do you know what i mean mm. people are like when we release go to over christmas people are like you said you weren't releasing an album again and now you've released an album and it's like yeah but it's not really like if that's an album to you then yeah we'll be releasing more albums <laughs> I, I just yeah it's just i it, it's just more that kind of pressure and that building you know it, everything that comes with it you know trying to get you know trying to chart and stuff like that trying to like sell yourself to get a number one record and all this bullshit that I just really couldn't care less about. It's just mm. like, it, it's, it's damaging to the ego and it's, it's, it's just a load of stress that I don't need. It's just like, people just want to hear music and I just want to make music. And it's just like, like, I think, you know, people more excited, like this build it to Parasite Eve, it feels exciting. And then we'll have another song come out and that feels exciting. It's so like, it's more like treating like songs as albums or almost like being excited about, putting so much effort and creating a song like like each one's important rather than just having to like make 15 tracks and you know that some you don't really care about but it doesn't really matter because not everyone's gonna listen to them and you know whatever it's just like just seems so old school to me now yeah and again well as i said before you guys are doing something completely different i mean like look at the last two projects you did yeah you have a song with someone like halsey who's a big mainstream pop star but then on ammo you have danny filth so no one can accuse you of going down one path, right? <laughs> no, it's not always about it. It's just, for me, I always used to think, why, I always think when I was a kid, why do bands, albums, why do all the songs sound the same? Like, why don't they have like a metal song and a scar song and all this stuff? I always used to think that, obviously, as I grew up and I realized, well, yeah, that's not how it works. But to say, it's just like, I've always, there's so many barriers in life between people, whether it's politics or sports or, you know, just race and just everything just divides us everything divides us and i'm so sick of things that divide us and i've and i've always thought music's the one thing that can bring us together and we shouldn't let our stupid human tribal brains ruin that do you know what i mean it's like when it's so easy to do it so like i i listen to this and that determines what i wear and what i do and who i hang out with and what i you know it's just and it's just like now nah, music should music's the last thing on earth that can bring us together and we can't let our, you know we can't let ourselves ruin that because because we got bullied in school for listening to rock so we hate everyone else now it's like fuck that shit like to be the bigger person like let's just like welcome people into our world and, and be welcomed hopefully into other worlds and mix styles and do stuff because you know again it's like we are we've seen everything before we've done everything before and if we if we just limit ourselves so much and put ourselves in these tiny little boxes and we're going to be so fucking bored. Well, dude, before you go, I, I do have to ask, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you, you probably don't have a, a great answer because you don't have a fucking crystal ball in your hands right now. Do you guys yeah. have any, I guess, temporary plans to, to head back out on the road? If you do, will it only be in the UK because of the way the quarantine works? Do you want to get back to America? Do you have plans to come to Australia at some point? I mean, I'd go fucking anywhere right now just to get out of the house. Um, <laughs> We, I mean, the only thing we've got booked that they haven't pulled out of yet is a show in Japan in November that they're like still like, yeah, we're going to do it. Um, I don't see it happening. Mm. Um, but I'll, I'll, if we're allowed to go, I'll go. Um, and it's just, 
just when it's safe to do again, it's just, it's, yeah, like you say, it's fuck knows, man. It's one of those, you, right now I'm like, we're not going to be touring again until like this time next year. Yeah. Um, if we're lucky, but it's just always unfolding, isn't it? It's just, it's just so hard. I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but it's just, you know, you can't help but yourself. But like, sometimes you're like, is this, is this what they say it is? Or, mm. you know, is it going to, is a vaccine coming? Is it not? It's just like, the media and everything, they just love to stir shit so much that you don't really know. It's like, is a second wave coming or, you know, is it, is it gone? It's just like, I think all you can really do is just assume that this is life for the mm. foreseeable future and, and figure out ways to adapt. And, you know, it is much tougher for a band like us, I think, whereas we rely on that live energy that, you know, that, we rely on a crowd of people all being together and moshing and dancing and crowd surfing and everything else. It's not, you know, no one's coming to see me for my perfect dulcet tones. You know what I mean? It's what you could, what you can appreciate over the internet or whatever. It, it really does rely on, and to some degree on that kind of us all being together. Um, yeah. But saying that, you know, there's always just like we've adapted in writing music, we'll find a way to adapt to this situation and find out, different ways to connect with people, you know, while we wait for the world to hopefully get back to normal. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is in the UK, but Australia borders probably won't open until the end of this year. The mindset is that international bands probably won't be able to start touring till March, April next year. I think the U S is similar. There's a mindset there as well that the U S bands, because they can't tour right now, 2021 will be exclusively hometown shows. So international yeah. shows, who the fuck knows? God knows. It is it's gonna be and it's like you say, everyone's gonna be back so backed up and mm. um yeah, I forget it's one of the things but everything's based on what we know now in it. So, mm. you know, you just pray that something we get some good news or whatever. But, you know, end of the day, people have got it a lot worse than us bands and artists that can't play shows, you know what I mean? And yeah. I feel very lucky to still be getting to do what I love, you know, writing music and sharing it with people and stuff. That is, uh, whereas, you know, for some people, it's it's life, it's life ruined, it's crippling, isn't it? People lost jobs, people lost lives, people lost stuff. So, just got to be thankful for what you've got, aren't you? Well, I'm thankful for you bringing the Horizon Music, Ollie. So, thank you, my friend. Cheers, bro. <laughs> Uh, Ollie, thank you so much for coming on the Grammy, man. Really appreciate your time. Um, congrats on the new music. It's fucking incredible. Um, and we hope to see you back on Australia at some point in the near future. We hope. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Really nice talking to you. That's our episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Green Room Podcast. And a big thank you to Ollie Sykes for, for jumping on to talk about the new single. It's called Parasite Eve. It is out right now. Fingers crossed we're going to be hearing more from Bring Me The Horizon very very soon uh and if you like what you hear check out the handshake media network go to the podcast.com.au for for this episode and more episodes of the green room podcast as well as other shows including the take with willie mason former nrl star matter of faction uh and that sucks i'll talk to you all next week